Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 2nd. As the Phillies, with an off day yesterday on yes, September 1st, will officially begin their September schedule tonight in San Francisco. As it's time, folks, for September, we're there. The thing we've been dreading, the the one trump card that's been held by all the people who don't believe the Phillies are going to make the playoffs. Oh, just wait for September. We know what happens when the Phillies get to September. I think it's going to go a different way this year. I'm I'm really excited. Again, look, I get it. We've all been there. We've all been a part of it. There is no way that any Phillies fan heading into tonight's game isn't going to, even for a second, even for a minute, stop and think, September, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, it's just a lock. Like it's, again, we've talked a lot this year about sense memory and things that are just inherent in us as Phillies fans at this point after what we've experienced the last few years. And obviously, I think one of the the biggest things is is this feeling of dread and terror as we head into the final month of the season. The numbers for the Phillies over the last few years in September have really been truly astounding. Um, as, it, you know, it, it has been really a um, an unbelievably horrible last few years as far as September's go. The Phillies have entered September each of these years in decent shape, um, if not in some cases in good shape, and uh, and have fallen apart each of these years. You know, uh, it is um, it is incredibly frustrating to see it play out the way it has played out. And uh, obviously, like I said, I think it really... It makes it hard to um, to not go into this and, and feel concerned. We go back to, to 2018. The Phillies in the month of September go 8 and 20. 8 and 20 in the month of September. We go back to 2019. The Phillies in the month of September 12 and 16 in the month of September. So I guess slight improvement, I suppose, <laughs> from from 8 and 20 to 12 and 16 that is you know four games improvement that's something we go to 2020 obviously that you know super weird year where it was a you know not many games prior to september but they go 13 and 17 in september <laughs> i guess improving yet again but still four games below 500 we go to last year in september the phillies last year in the month of september 13 and 14 they go one and two in October. So if you put all those together, they're fourteen and sixteen last year from the start of September to the end of the season. So 
what is there to take away from those numbers? First, that we are absolutely right to fear September. Release <laughs> fans, we are absolutely that uh, that ingrained sense memory is is um, justified and and won earned, as they say. Um, but you know, you can also look at it and say they've gotten better each September, right? You know, they go from eight and twenty to twelve and seventeen to to. 13 and 17 to, to 14 and 16. If you had in those October games, that is clear improvement, <laughs> but look, I get it again. The, the numbers back it up. This is not anecdotal. This is not us saying, Oh, the Phillies always blow it in September. And then look at the numbers and be like, Oh, right, maybe they were as bad as we thought they were, they were as bad as we thought they were right there as bad as we thought. And, um, you know, it's a big September. Certainly have not gone into a September. Any of these years, 15 games above 500. So that is something that you can uh, hold on to with, with both hands and grab onto and feel good about. The Phillies also have not entered any of these Septembers with as large a lead in terms of the playoffs as they have now. The Phillies Brewers losing last night. The Phillies now four and a half games ahead of the Brewers. Excuse me, three and a half games, four and a half if you had in the tiebreaker. So three and a half games out of the Brewers, four and a half with the tiebreaker. With only 31 left to play, the Padres did not play last night, so the Phillies remain a half game up on the Padres. We'll go through the schedules again later. We did it yesterday, but just as a refresher, look at what's coming up. But, you know, the Phillies enter the month essentially with a four and a half game lead in the playoffs. Let's say four, because that half game, you know, could go either way. But let's say a four game lead in the playoffs when you had the tiebreaker with 31 to play. And go in with a 15 game winning streak. I mean, a 15 game over 500. I mean, they are easily. Easily, 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 easily. Can I add like 70 more easily is the best Phillies team of the last five years since they've started competing during this longer than a decade stretch without making the playoffs. And by the way, them and the Mariners, we'll get to, we'll look around baseball a little bit later because it is, it is pretty exciting heading into September that both the Phillies and the Mariners have a chance to end those, you know, AL and NL long streaks of, of missing the playoffs. So, um, and also, you know, uh, I've mentioned before, but the fact that Gene Segura, and JT Romito, Gene, especially the two players who've played the most baseball games um, in Major League Baseball without making the playoffs, without playing a playoff game. Um, you know, there's a lot of hope and incentive on this team to, to finally make this the year, and obviously for the fan base too. And we enter September, and I feel confident, and and it feels strange to feel confident, especially look coming off the two out of three in Arizona, but look, who goes to, who who plays Arizona last night, lose five, nothing, the frickin' Brewers with Brandon Woodruff on the hill. So, you know, take that. Diamondbacks are, are playing some good baseball. They won six out of seven. Give the Diamondbacks some credit. Um, look, we head into San Francisco. It's a big one. We'll preview that series later, but you know, the Giants for all intents and purposes done uh, out of it have had just um, fallen a little too far, but you know, if there's anything I'm sure Gabe would like to do is the Giants now uh, sitting at 61 and 68 on the season. Um, they are 11 games behind the Phillies, 10 behind the Padres for that last playoff spot, obviously with 31 to play. I mean, that would be miraculous. Um, so a big series. And look, Gabe, I'm sure, wants to give it to the Phillies a little bit. So, um, And look, the Phillies did lose 2-3 or three to the Giants at home when they played them. Obviously, if we, we remember the, the third of those games, though, was the last game of the Joe Girardi tenure. The Phillies win that game on June 1st against the Giants, and it makes us all think, oh, maybe they won't get rid of Girardi, and then, you know, they wait a day, and then they do, and then, you know, since then, obviously, it's been, you know, 
so much better. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's so funny as we've talked about so many times with the idea that managers don't make that di- big a difference in baseball. Well, they can. We've seen it with our own eyes. We know that when you got Joe Girardi, it can make a pretty big difference. Um, and obviously it has, again, the Phillies, you know, since June 1st at 22 and 29. The Phillies... When when Joe Girardi was fired, I guess they were twenty one and twenty nine in June, but twenty two and twenty nine when Joe Girardi was fired. Think about that. Twenty two and twenty nine when Joe Girardi was fired, and the Phillies are now sitting with a record of seventy three and fifty eight. Seventy three and fifty eight. Uh, it means the Phillies. Under Rob Thompson are fifty one and twenty nine. Fifty one and twenty nine. They've almost doubled. <laughs> Not quite, but we're getting there. I mean, man, they have been such a different baseball team since that move, and thank goodness that they finally made that move. Should have made it earlier. But we're sitting good looking in the playoffs. Look, obviously, you know, you're seven and a half back of the Braves for that first wild card, so you're not realistically thinking of catching the Braves, you're just trying to get in the playoffs now, is a little bit of a scary scenario in the fact that, look, if the Phillies end up as the second wild card, and, and, you know, again, we can't jockey for position. We've talked about this. Ideally, you're the third wild card. I'd rather play the Cardinals and the Braves or the Mets. That's the scenario that's scary. The Braves are only three games behind the Mets for the division. Um, So, you know, it's a little scary. As the Braves now, don't look now. The Atlanta Braves have the fourth best record in baseball. The Dodgers are 90 and 40. I'll repeat that. The Dodgers are 90 and 40 on the season. Um, the Mets are 84 and 48. The uh, Astros are actually 84 and 47, so I have game better than the Mets. And then the, the, the Atlanta Braves at 81 and 51, 30 games over 500. I, it doesn't even make sense. Look at that. It's just 20 games. Yeah, 30. That's unbelievable. 81 and 50 on the Phillies at 73 and 58 as they are uh, obviously playing great baseball when you look at what the Phillies have done. And uh, again, no complaints. 15 games over 500 um, is is super impressive. Super impressive. Um, and again, they are seven and a half back of the Braves. So, you know, you're not going to not going to catch the Braves there, but um, it is a little tight. Let's look around the league. Let's take a look around baseballs. We've not done that much. We're heading into September. September 2nd, the Phillies' first game in September. Let's take a look at the standings around the league. We'll look at the wild card standings, then we'll dive into kind of what's coming up next and the schedules and all that. But um, quickly, as we enter the final month of the season, as of right now, your division leaders, the New York Yankees at 79-52 out in front in the East, but only six games up on the, the um Rays, pretty wild. It's pretty, we all remember when the Yankees were, you know, owning baseball for a while. They have fallen back to the pack in a big way. Um, But again, they are out in front. They will win that division. Cleveland, hanging on to a one-game lead over Minnesota in the Central. That's a real barn burner as, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting. The Indians are 60, or excuse me, the Guardians. I keep doing that. It's so many years ingrained, 40 years. I will be better, I promise. The Guardians, 68 and 61. Uh, the uh, Twins are 67 and 62. The uh, White Sox still three games back of the Twins, four back of, of the Indians in that division. Tony LaRusso out indefinitely with the medical issues, so we'll see how that all plays out. But 
Um, the fact that the Indians and Twins battling for that division when everyone on the planet thought the White Sox were going to win that division is um, it's pretty wild to see. And that's that's you know it's baseball. Uh, West Houston eighty four and forty seven best record in the American League. Um, and five games better than the Yankees. we got to keep an eye on that, as we've talked about so many times. Last three games of the season in Houston for the Phillies, they could really matter for the Phillies. They might not. Um, but if this holds, they won't matter for the Astros. The Astros will have already locked up the best record in the American League, so that's something to keep an eye on. They're 11 games up on the Mariners, who are a playoff team. Let's look at the AL wild card, and then we'll get to the NL with everything. But right now, the three wild card teams in the American League, and it is a, a bunched-up race here. Um, as there are more teams that could theoretically get there. Only one more, essentially, if, if we're being real. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays, top wild card team at 72 and 57. Seattle is tied with them at 73 and 58. Then the Blue Jays are two games back of them. And then a game and a half back of the Blue Jays. Don't look now. Baltimore Orioles, 69 and 61. One of the most surprising seasons we've seen in a while. The Baltimore Orioles. We're expected to win 60-ish games. Like I think their overrunner was like 65. It might even been lower. I might be wrong about that. It might have been lower. They're 69-61. Shout out to the O's. That is cool to see. Only a game and a half out of a playoff spot. Certainly would be fun to see. I'm rooting for that. Then the Twins are three back of the Blue Jays. Game and a half back of the Orioles. Those teams all in it, as it were. We go to the National League. As mentioned before, the New York Mets still out in front in the National League East, 84-48. and 48. Braves on their tail, though. The Braves at 81 and 51 are only three games back of the Mets. The Cardinals have pulled away in the Central. I think we could safely say they're going to take that division. 76 and 55 as the Cardinals have played outstanding baseball since, you know, we talked about the Cardinals, the Phillies, and the Brewers at a time. Um, and obviously should have included the Padres, but they had just traded for one. So do they just trade for Josh Hader? We had assumed, hey, the Padres are going to extend their lead on the Phillies. But it's going to come down to the Cardinals, Phillies, and Brewers, and whoever wins that division. I, how long was I saying? The Cardinals are going to pull away. The, it's the Brewers. I felt so confident, and that is how it's playing out. Um, but since then, the Cardinals have just gone on a run, 76-55. and 55. They are now six and a half games up on the Brewers, so you got to feel pretty good if you're a Cardinals fan that you're going to take that division. The Dodgers, 90-40 and 40 out in the West, as mentioned before. Uh, the, the, amazing to look at this just in the, the standings. The, the Padres at 73-59. and 59. A very good record, you know, seventy three and fifty nine. Like we just talked about, they would be the, uh, you know, a wild card team in the American League. They're a wild card team in the National League. They're eighteen games behind the Dodgers. Eighteen games behind the Dodgers. That is just astounding, astounding, stunning stuff. It's the Dodgers just year after year. Honestly, we don't talk about it enough. And look, baseball is measured in, in winning the World Series and all that. And you know, I'm a big. Flags fly forever, guy. You know, uh, all that matters is the 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 title, all that stuff. But um, I don't think we have done enough um, enough of a service, I suppose, to just how unbelievable the Dodgers' regular season run has been the last few years. I mean, there aren't. You know, we can. I think in in a little bit more modern baseball. Um, the last few years with these, you know, big kind of power team type of stuff. Um, you know, we don't think about, it. you know, 100 wins doesn't sound that impressive, but like, it is. You know, I mean, think about the Phillies. We've only won 100 games once in the history of the franchise. In 150 years, this franchise has been around. They've won one time, 102. Two times, excuse me. They won 101 with those are once. Two times. 
two times. I know they used to play 154. It's a different thing and all that, but still, you know, the point is, is that 100 games won in a season is rare. There's only like 40 times ever or something like that. I don't know if top man, but I know I've looked it up, and it's it's either in the 30s or 40s in terms of how many teams in the history of baseball have won 100 games in a season. The Braves are 90 and 40 with 30 games left to play, so they could go 10 and 20 and still get to 100. So let's assume they get to 100 this year. 100 this year. 100. It's going to be more, honestly. They might win like 108 again. Um, but last year, 106. Year before, only 60 games. They won 43 of them. They were 43 and 17. A 717 winning percentage, which is better than any of these other teams we're going to talk to you about. So they would have won 110 games. So 106 last year would have been 110 in 2020. 106 the year before. Then only 92 the year before that. Then 104 the year before that. So in the last three years, Excuse me. Since 2017, the Phillies have won 104, 106. Excuse me, not the Phillies. The Dodgers. Yeah, get get free and slip. Uh, The Dodgers have won 104, 106, 106, and they're going to win somewhere in that range this year. And again, would have won like 110 pace-wise if it weren't for a a 60-game season. What the Dodgers have done in the regular season the last five years has never been done before. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying because I don't see how it could possibly have been done before. No team has won this many regular season games in this shortest span of time. I, again, I could be wrong. But if nothing else, it, they're one of two. <laughs> like that, it can't have happened. There aren't that many 100 win seasons in the history of the sport. The Dodgers have multiple 106 win seasons in the last few years. It is amazing. So credit the Dodgers. Like, you know, what a what a behemoth of an organization they are. As they just year after year, and, and look, it's an all-star team, and Andrew Friedman has done an amazing job just stacking, stacking, and you know, done an amazing job of doing things like the big ticket items, like going to get Mookie bets, and then also, you know, the findings of the Max Muncies of the world and all that. It really has been unbelievable. Unbelievable to see what the Dodgers have done. They deserve credit. All right, to the wild card. As we talked about before, just to recap, Braves, clear they will be the first wild card unless they catch the Mets, and the Mets will be the first wild card. But the Phillies, uh, Braves are 81 and 51. They're seven and a half up on the Phillies for the second wild card at 73 and 58. Then the Phillies, a half game up on the Padres, who are 73 and 59. Again, nice to see that they have that in the lost columns. They have a little bit of leeway with that. And then uh, the Brewers are three back of the Padres, three and a half back of the Phillies. So essentially, they're 69 and 61. So essentially, four and a half or four back of the Phillies with that tiebreaker. And um, obviously, with the Padres being a half game back, they're really like a game and a half back because um, the Phillies hold the tiebreaker against them. So again, with 31 to play for the Phillies, um, it is shaping up really well. The Phillies are, are, are a playoff team right now. Um, and I think they end the season that way. I think they end the season that way. I think they're a playoff team when it's over. I think this whole thing is finally over. We can finally say, hey, this uh, run of futility and sadness has has ended, and and it's a new generation, a new era. Um, I really think that's what's going to happen, but they need to go out and do it. And again, back to the beginning of what we were talking about to start the show. You know, I get it if people are worried that they won't because September's have been soul-crushing here. You know, soul crushing September is here. Eight and twenty in twenty eighteen when they were actually like I think they were sixty three and fifty two or something. Or I'm sorry, um, something like eighty three and seventy two or no, excuse me, sixty three and fifty two somewhere in that seventy three and sixty two. Thank you, jeez, I'm like trying to do math, man. I'm like that doesn't work. I think they were seventy three and sixty two. I know there were eleven games at over five hundred twenty eighteen heading into September, and then they went eight and twenty. 
Um, so, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that. Um, all right, looking ahead. Did it yesterday, but we'll do one more quick perusal of the three schedules that matter the most. Phillies, Brewers, Padres are fighting each other. Again, the Phillies a half game up on the Padres plus the tiebreaker. The Phillies are three and a half up on the Brewers plus the tiebreaker. Here's the schedule. Phillies, we know, start in uh, San Francisco tonight. Three straight in San Francisco. Then they come home for a really nice stretch of baseball. Three at home versus Miami. Three at home versus Washington. Then they go to Miami for three. Nine games against the Marlins and the Nationals. Then, September 16th, the last tough stretch of baseball for the Phillies until the playoffs. They will play three in Atlanta. Then they come home off day, which is nice. A lot of Monday off days the rest of the year for the Phillies. They come home two against the Blue Jays, then four against Atlanta. So a nine-game stretch, seven against Atlanta, two against Toronto. Seven of them, excuse me, six of them at home, which really helps. That is important. But that is a super important stretch of baseball. Then they finish out with three against the Cubs in Chicago, payback, and then four in Washington. And they finish out with three in Houston, which, as we've talked about, might not matter. You know, we hope that the, those games are maybe a little less um, a little less uh, invested Astros team that you're playing because they've already locked it up. All right. Brewers, the team you know that I think will miss the playoffs of the three when it's all said and done. Brewers, last night, lose 5 nothing in Arizona. Three more in Arizona. Not ideal. And yes, on Sunday, they face Zach Gallon. Just saying. Three in Colorado. Not too hard. But then, two at home against San Francisco. Three at home against Cincinnati. Should be all right. San Francisco, you know, not easy, but, e- you know, a bad team right now. Then, Tough stretch as they go two to St. Louis, three in New York against the Yankees, excuse me, at home. They go three at home against the Yankees, three at home against the Mets. So that is eight straight games against uh, teams that have uh, three of the five best records in baseball. You know, so three of the six best records in baseball, whatever it is. So that's um, that's that's one to keep an eye on right there. Then uh, they finish out relatively easy. Uh, they have two more against St. Louis after four in Cincinnati, then two against St. Louis, and they finish out with Miami and Arizona at home. So again, not a hard schedule. I would say maybe uh, the same level of difficulty as the Phillies, if not you know slightly harder, but not much harder. Uh, pretty close, I would say. Um, the Padres. This is where you know if you look at the Padres, oh they're really good, but it's the Phillies are pretty good too, and and this is where they differ. We just talked about the Phillies schedule, which is a bunch of Nationals, a bunch of Marlins. They got the Cubs. They have. Um, you know, only one real tough stretch with the Braves and the Blue Jays. Listen to the Padres schedule. Starting tonight with three in L.A. against the Dodgers. Just talked about that team. Then three at home against Arizona, who are, you know, plucky. Then three at home against the Dodgers. That's six games against the Dodgers already. The Phillies have six left against the, or seven left against the Braves. That's their toughest opponent they have left. Six against the Dodgers. Then... Two in Seattle. Again, a playoff team fighting for a playoff spot. Then four in Arizona. Again, plucky. Then three at home against St. Louis. So that's three. So just in terms of teams that are playoff teams, let's calculate as we go. Six against the Dodgers so far. Two against Seattle. That's eight games against playoff teams. Three against St. Louis. That's 11 against playoff teams. Then they have three in Colorado. Then three more against the Dodgers. That's 14 games left against playoff teams, including nine games left against the Dodgers. Nine. 
And with six games left to go, three at home against the White Sox and three at home against San Francisco, which aren't, you know, good teams right now, but are certainly not the Nationals and the Marlins bad. Um, you know, nine against the Dodgers, and, and all of them should count. The Dodgers should need to win all of them. You know, like, they're not going to have wrapped everything up by them. Maybe by that second set, that last set, excuse me, third set, uh, at the end of September, they have wrapped up the best record in the National League, but it's closed. The Mets are still only six back, and there would be six games left to play after that. So I doubt they're ready to pack it in at that point in terms of I've already wrapped it up. So, man, you know, I think the way I look at it, and again, I know it's September in the Phillies, but I think the Phillies are as good or better a baseball team than the, the Padres. I think they're absolutely a better team than the Brewers. They have a lead on both. Bigger against the Brewers. Brewers have a similar schedule, but the Phillies have that three and a half, four and a half, whatever you want to call it, game lead. Padres, maybe a similar type of team. Phillies have that game and a half, half game, game and a half with the tiebreaker lead. Plus, they have a way harder schedule. So on balance, of the three teams, the Phillies are absolutely the best position to make the playoffs. Now they just got to go out and do it in September, baby. We'll find out. It's going to be super exciting. And again, I'm, I'm very confident that the Phillies are going to make us feel good. Look, it starts this weekend against an old friend, against that 2018 guy who had the 8-20 and 20 in September, Gabe. We'll see. It should be a big one. should be a fun one starting at 10-15. Apple TV tonight, so, so remember that when you're watching. Um, and uh, a big weekend against the Giants. And if they can handle business, we come back Monday. We're feeling good. We're heading into a really nice, easy stretch of baseball and getting close. Getting close to maybe ending that playoff drought. Either way, whatever happens this weekend, long weekend, we'll be back on Tuesday react to it all. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today, right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.